Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, it's Kid Coffee Black. Um, I'm sure most of y'all are music fans. <clears throat> like me, uh, you're always looking for a new sound. Well, if you haven't, you should check out my sleeper section. I have uh, a collective playlist that I've been putting together over the past couple of months. Um, I used to feature the songs at the end of my shows. Uh, for some odd reason, I am no longer able to do that. So for the fourth of Oh man, I can't talk. For the foreseeable future, I will only be putting together the sleeper section playlist. Uh, sorry if this inconveniences anyone, man. Um, it's less musical research for me, <coughs> and more time I can put into my more time I can put into my shows. So, uh, yeah, man, keep fucking with that sleeper section playlist. Let's get into the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. I am your humble, illustrious, intelligent, wise, uh, handsome, 
uh, outstanding host of the Fire in the Kitchen podcast. This is the kid called me Black. Um, yeah, man. How y'all doing? Back at it after uh, a long weekend. Hopefully, y'all checking out the, uh, the two episodes I did with my brother. They are uh, actually very important to me, man. It's probably some of the best work I've ever done as far as uh, a sit-down interviewer or uh, you know, just speaker in general. We covered a lot of subjects, a lot of multitude of subjects. Um, our life, our past, <clears throat> his faith, um, the the idea of uh, understanding when your death comes. It was just a lot of things that were uh, discussed, man. A lot of things were talked about. And uh, I don't know, it just gave me more insight on the way he... Uh, moves and he operates now um and yeah i feel like it brought us closer together so if you uh if you know anything about the history of our our set know anything about the history of uh you know just a little town little community we come from it's a, a real informative little little episode um yeah man it was it was pretty good it was dope it was it was interesting um i uh i look forward to doing more shows like that in the future Possibly with uh, more people I grew up with or uh, just, you know, more people from my way of life. Real quick. But uh, anyway, man. (coughs) How y'all doing, man? (coughs) I'm up having my coffee. (coughs) As always. Same old shit, regular old day. Hopefully everybody's um, you know, getting their Christmas shopping done. Hopefully Black Friday didn't take too much money out of your pockets. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed your holiday and uh, you had a good time with your family and uh, you know all of the pleasantries, man. Hopefully uh, this year coming up is going to be a year of growth and a year of change for you as well. Before I get to the show, let me get all my uh, shout-outs out of the way. Shout-out to all of the listeners across the various streaming platforms, number one of which being the Anchor podca- podcasting app. Um, wow, why can't I talk? Uh, <coughs> without the Anchor app, this show is not possible. And I mean that. I record everything. I edit everything. I piece everything together all on one application that comes on my phone, and I download it for free. And not only is Anchor a wonderful place for you to uh, record podcasts and to start your own podcast, it's a great way to learn how to do such things and listen to other people um, have these conversations out in the open. Uh, shout out to all of the Apple Podcast listeners. Apple Podcasts is very important to the function and uh, the, the way I gain popularity with this show. So hit whatever it is your like icon is, your follow icon is, leave me lots and lots of comments. Um, and, uh, you know, share that link, man. Get me out here. Uh, <clears throat> shout out to Spotify listenership. Spotify being the platform in which I host or post my sleeper section playlist. Um, just daily vibes, man. I'm dropping daily shit. I put a new song out there or a new artist out, a couple of songs by a new artist that I've discovered out there. Um, just, a, you know, just some shit that's off the beaten path, some shit that's not really on the radio. You know, so if you, you, you're interested in uh, finding a new sound. You're interested in uh, stumbling upon an artist that you haven't heard of before. You know, check out that Fire in the Kitchen podcast, Sleep Session playlist on Spotify. 
Uh, and shout out to uh, all of the Overcast listeners and uh, the podcast listeners and anybody who's listening to uh, this show on Radio 1. Um, <clears throat> we everywhere, man. We out here. And uh, shout out to all my day ones, anybody who's been listening to this show since I started it. Since the very first episode, since day one, um, we're over 100 episodes deep. So anybody who's been fucking with me for that long, you're, you're like a prime member. Like if I had some kind of uh, membership club, some kind of boosters club where I could uh, uh, throw you some extra merchandise, then I would, man, because I fucks with you. You know, anybody who takes uh, 25 to 30 minutes of their day just to listen to me talk some bullshit every day uh, is... Of great value to me, and uh, I'm honored and I'm privileged to know that uh, that you fuck with me like that. Um, yeah. So, like I was saying, man, uh, I recorded this show yesterday, and I don't know if um, my words will invoke the same emotion that I had yesterday as uh, I laid them. But uh, I came on here before before. I talked about, um, as y'all know, I love The Sopranos. And in one of the episodes of the show, um, Tony Soprano, who is the main character, his uncle Junior, uh, he shot him. Shot him in the chest. Um, and, uh, you know, at first I thought it was hilarious because it, here it is, who is these two titans, these two guys who are probably some of the most dangerous individuals to ever uh, come out of New Jersey. And they've put themselves in a very vicarious situation, a situation that neither one of them have the ability to help themselves out of in, in this moment. You have Tony Soprano, also the Soprano crime family, the king of South North Jersey, uh, laying in his... his, his Octogenarian grandfather's, I mean, uncle's uh, kitchen, bleeding to death on the floor, and there's nothing no one can do because Uncle Junior doesn't believe that uh, Tony is who he says he is. And Tony being, I mean, Uncle Junior being the octogenarian uh, old man, he, he runs and he hides in the closet because he's confused and he doesn't know what's going on. And to me, that situation played out in a very, very hilarious way. But it wasn't until I continued to watch the show and over the course of the next two episodes, that shit didn't seem funny to me at all anymore. You know, the tables really, really turned really fast. When, uh, you know, they, they switched the scene and you see Tony laid up in a hospital bed with a breathing tube down his throat. Machines keeping his pulse. Everybody's around him and they're in tears and they're crying and they're distraught because they're helpless. <clears throat> Somebody that they love and they care about is damaged beyond their control. And all they can do is wait and, and, and pray that he has enough strength to push through. Like I said, man, when I seen that, that shit wasn't funny no more. I've been there. I've been. I've been in this situation before. I've been. Uh, I've been in the in the ICU, watching somebody that I loved hooked up to a machine, wondering if they were going to make it out on the other side or not. My senior year of high school, uh, 
my girlfriend at the time, my high school love, was in a serious car accident. She was ejected from the car and received substantial amounts of damage to her body. She's actually wheelchair-bound to this day. In that small little um, window of time, you know, like, I, I went through a, a lot of very deep experiences, you know, so that those images, those, those images of people huddled around a hospital bed, <clears throat> All in prayer, wondering if if the prayers will be answered. It was, uh, it was disheartening. It was, it was hard. It was hard to watch. Watch all of Tony's um, loved ones come in and see him see him up laid up like that, and just you know lose control, lose control of themselves, lose control of their emotions. It just brought back. Very, very vivid memories for me. Very vivid, vivid memories of some unsolved trauma that I probably would have never revisited if I didn't watch the scene. In the show. <clears throat> This brings me back to the idea that <coughs> everything is connected, man. All these narratives are connected. I've uh, resonated so deeply with this show because there are themes within this show that are perpendicular or running parallel to my life. And I never thought that I would. I had such an emotional response to the show when I first started watching the show, man. It was just me entertaining the idea of love and watching the wise guys. Seeing a bunch of cool ass Italian dudes fuck horses and kill each other and, and talk like the niggas and the good fellas. You know, I'm all about that. But it wasn't until later um, when the shit started getting real and shit started getting heavy and I was like, whoa, I'm emotionally invested in this shit. I never thought that I would have responded the way I responded to seeing Tony's wife hysterically crying over his body. And just seeing the way the rest of his family is going about this shit. His, uh, his supposed friends are already plotting a new takeover. Finding ways to where they don't have to uh, they don't have to pay up, and they don't have to pay respects, so and they don't have to pay their parts the tribute to Tony is incapacitated. To show me how the tragedy strikes, some people run to the dangerous, some people run away.
all she could say was she was sorry. And I was just hysterical, man. Like, they could have committed me right then and there. It would have been fine because I was fucked oh, emotionally. I was drained. On the one hand, I'm going to be a father soon. Literally a month later, I'm a father. The month after this situation, exactly. My daughter is born. So, on top of dealing with the grief of one-time love of my life, almost losing her life. life, a very uh, wild childhood, if you will, I didn't do myself no favors in adulthood, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't transition into being a, a grown-up in the best way, went about it kind of fucked up, growing pains and shit, you know. But um, like in the show, everybody's uh, for the most part, everybody within the immediate family is doing their best to make sure everything is okay. They're trying to keep Carmela strong. Tony's wife, Carmela, they're trying to keep Carmela strong, and they're trying to, you know, shelter the kids, and shield the kids from the extra bullshit. Ultimately, I believe everything is going to work out for the best for the Soprano family. But who knows, man? I don't really have too much contact with uh, my ex who was in the accident. But social media allows us to view other people's lives from a distance, you know, just come around and, and check in on every now and again. And, well, for the most part, she's doing fine from what I see. She's got a degree. She's making her way. We don't communicate at all. And maybe um, that was probably for the best. The way I was living at the time probably would have been. Uh, she probably wouldn't have approved. You know, it would be it would be uh, it would be wrong with me to use her and use her accident as uh, <clears throat> an excuse or a catalyst for my tra- my full on transition back to the life of uh, a ne'er do well. But it, it definitely has something to do with it. I was just really, really lost.
like I said earlier, man, I don't I don't usually approach these memories because they're painful, they hurt, and and they're they're unresolved. You know, I never got any clarity from the situation. I, I partially understood why she disassociated disassociated herself. You know, I get it. I understand. But that don't make it hurt no less. That doesn't make it less painful. That doesn't uh, stop me from feeling the way I feel. She probably never hear this shit. <clears throat> That's perfectly fine. It is what it is. Some things are meant to be the way they are. And I can't change it. I don't want to change it. Got it this far. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> got a long day ahead of me. I head into work. Uh, yeah, man, fire in the kitchen podcast. This was a this is a very very necessary emotional release for me. You know, I appreciate y'all, motherfuckers, for taking y'all time to listen to this shit. You know, sometimes it feels as if I'm, I'm babbling or I'm spilling my guts. Coming on here crying a little too much. But I needed this. So, thanks for listening, man. Fire and get your podcast. <clears throat>